What's up, Reboots listeners? Tracy here. Um, a whole bunch of you, especially the last couple of months, have been asking when we might start releasing episodes every week. And most of you who are asking that question have suggested, gosh, it would be great if a couple of episodes every month were shorter and maybe even somewhat actionable sort of as a contrast to the longer-form 45-minute-to-an-hour interviews. What an awesome idea. It's so awesome, in fact, that we're in the process of making that happen. We're booking some new guests and leaning into specific expertises of some former guests. Um, the new episodes are going to drop right into our Reboots feed, just like this one is, and we'll call these shorter pieces The Change Journals. Now, our target release for our first episodes is sometime in July, fingers crossed. But I honestly don't want to wait that long. A few weeks ago, my business coach, Brian Harris of Growth University, launched a super informal podcast called Lessons and Ideas. Uh, it, it, if you're if you're interested in business or or online business, be sure you 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 check out Brian's um, podcast feed. It's really awesome. Um, anyway, I've been listening to these and I'm 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 inspired by Brian. So I thought it might be fun to do kind of a soft launch, a very informal launch of the change journals, 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 journals. Yeah. <laughs> Very informal. <laughs> so this is our first episode. Um, and this happened today on Monday, the 22nd of April. Um, this is what I learned from getting stuck in the literal mud and what you can learn too. Have, ha, have you ever been stuck in the mud? I hadn't until today. We've had a lot of spring. Or we've had a lot of spring. <laughs> I told you, informal. We've had a lot of rain this spring. We live in the Arkansas River bottoms. Now, Arkansas River Bottoms, that's rural talk for it's low, flat, and pretty often wet. And rain is in the forecast this week. So I thought if I could cut a few strips through the swale across our backyard that is still really icky, then maybe it will drain better this week when we get some more rain. Now, when I got to the fence... One side of the fence, I, I, I cleared it out, so I get to the end of the fence with the first cut, and I started to make the turn to go back across to just do two more cuts. I am cooking with gas, except when I started to make the turn, these great big knobby tires started slinging mud, it seemed like four miles even though I've never been stuck in the mud, I've been with people who've been stuck in the mud, like uncles, my papa, that kind of thing, my dad. 
<laughs> so these memories from childhood spent on the back roads and pastures of Independence County, Arkansas, just immediately kicked in. <sighs> I had to be really careful when I stepped off the mower because I didn't want to fall and make a bad situation worse because I'm telling you, I'd have had mud from head to toe. Anyway, I ran to the shop and I got some long strips of lumber from the shed. And there's no need for a blow-by-blow account, so I'm just going to cut to the chase and, and why what I learned might actually help you today. Spoiler alert, the mower is just outside the shed, all cleaned up and ready to put away. I'm cleaned up too, for the record. Um, so here's a list of 10 things I learned. I, I, I like to call these lists a wilt list what I learned today. So here we go. Number one, try not to get stuck in the mud. But when you do, don't panic. Number two, stop. Just stop. There was a point when I was going to make things worse if I just kept hitting the gas, right? So that led to number three, take a deep breath Look around to get a realistic understanding of the gravity of the situation. I mean, like, are we think are we talking bigger farm implements to get me unstuck, or can I handle this? So the fourth thing, I've already kind of touched on that. Rely on experiences from your past or experiences from others who have been in your situation. Number five, gather the necessary resources. In this case, I ran and got some planks. Number six, reconcile yourself to this. You're going to have to get down in what John and Cash in, I think it was a boy named Sue, once called the mud and the muck and the blood and the beer. <laughs> when you beer, but you get the idea. In order to get the drivetrain some traction. In this case, it was the rear wheels on the mower. Number seven. You're going to want to back up slowly in order to make sure that those boards are going to hold. By this time, my mom, who was freshly cleaned up, I didn't want her to get muddy, was out in the back. And I asked for her help. Not to, like, get muddy, but I asked her, what do you think I should do here? Keep going backwards? Reset the boards and go backwards? Because by this point, the boards were all askew. So do I, do I step, do I keep going backwards or do I put the boards out front? Well, we did a series of, of hand motions. Um, and that leads us to number nine. When backing up only gets you so far, it's okay to try again. Just because it failed once doesn't mean that it was a complete failure because backing up over the boards did get me somewhere, and all I needed was about four feet. So the boards were four feet long, so let's back up again instead of going forward. Which worked, and that leads to number 10. Say thank you and clean up your own mess. So here's a bonus. 
Maybe you're not the person who's stuck in the mud. Maybe you care about somebody who's stuck in the mud. Consider that it might be better not to rescue the person wrestling in the mud. Just ask if you can help. Just like I asked my mom for guidance and through a series of hand signals and we just kind of worked it out because of her experience and her different perspective from being outside the mud rather than right in the middle of it. And that she allowed me to get myself unstuck, helped me to see my error as a valuable learning experience instead of a, gee, what'd you do that, Winchell? What'd you do that? It wasn't a blunder. It was a learning experience. No matter how hard we try, no matter how careful we are, Life and change navigation requires regular course correction. And I can promise you this. If you're not stuck now, you're going to be there at some point sooner or later. And it's okay. Everybody gets stuck. Some of us just hide it better than others. Now, the sooner we learn to get unstuck, the less, the less frustrated we get when we do find ourselves in a messy mud hole. Make sense? Questions, comments, hit me up. So that's the first episode of the Change Journals. And we're going to ramp up the production value later this summer as we bring in experts on change navigation and as we share some crunchy tools that help us get unstunk and unstunk. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Mud is stinky. We're going to navigate some crunchy tools that help us get unstuck or begin to take tiny steps toward positive change. If you want some change navigation tools in your inbox, like right the heck now, head on over to rebootspodcast.com forward slash change. Send me your best email address at that link and I'll send you three excellent change navigation tools plus twice monthly-ish emails on the topic plus links to our latest podcast episodes. Hey, I'm Tracy. Thank you for listening to the Change Journals. <laughs>